We are here for episode number 76 of the Unknown Games Podcast. And uh, this week, there's not much happening in the world of gaming. So we decided to just talk about life here in Japan. Uh, like literally, there was no, I mean, besides Apex coming out on Switch, which mm-hmm. I, I heard that wasn't good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, heard, I heard that wasn't good. Uh, but that happened and then that was, that was it. So uh, as always, remember, this is your place for uh, Japanese news in terms of video games or video games in general. And of course, our life in Japan and the occasional fast food, which we're both trying to eat healthier now or exercise, something like that. Uh, I'm trying to exercise a little more, but I am 100% not trying to eat healthier. I'm still eating shit. I'm just <laughs> what, what does that does that does that work better or something? Yeah. Yeah, that... yeah, you just got to control yourself a little bit. You got to, like, dial down the pizza a tiny bit. Um, I mean, as long as you're exercising and as long as you're having, like, a net uh, calorie neutral, I guess, or a, a little bit of a deficit, then you'll still lose weight. So, yeah. That, that, that's true. I, I will say that I haven't lost weight. I mean, I gained weight. I haven't lost weight. I've just maintained my weight for, like, the entirety of last year. So I'm happy mm-hmm. with that. But, I mean, I guess, yeah, if I, if I were to exercise a little bit and move, then I should, in theory... I should, in theory, lose weight. As long as you're burning more than you're eating, then yeah. You can eat shit all you want. You won't be, like, healthy per se, but you just, you'll just be light but unhealthy, I guess. Yeah, there we go. I'll be, I'll be a light, unhealthy person. That sounds, mm. that sounds great. But hey, you know what? That's, hey, we're living in Japan where if you come to Japan, you can lose weight. I guarantee you're going to lose that 10 pounds off the bat. First month, sure? gone. Really? Uh, yes, I think it happens for everyone. Like every no, time I I've come, weight. I moved to China, I got fat. <laughs> how, how did you? How did you gain weight? I like every time I I have lost weight when I come to when I've come to Japan, I've lost weight because well back then we were walking, of course, like yeah. walking well, all over the place. All right. Well, before we get into that, why do a little bit of intro first? What now? Introduce ourselves. Oh yeah, I forgot. My name is Adrian. <laughs> Yeah, what's up? Welcome to the Only Games Podcast. We talk about video games, but sometimes uh, other stuff like life in Japan. Considering we live in Japan, that's Adrian, typical host. You can catch him Ninja Tricks, uh, twitch.tv slash Ninja Tricks. His handle's on screen, but in case you're listening on Anchor or Apple Podcasts or whatever, that's N-I-J-A-T-R-I-X. Um, when do you stream, bud? I stream every uh, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at 9 p.m. JST. So I think that's like 7 a.m. now in the U.S., uh, Central yeah, Time. Of D, uh, D, P- right? yeah. yeah, yeah, D Daylight Savings Time. So we're back on that normal end. Uh, that's my co host over there, Alex, aka The Game Duck, aka on Twitch. You can follow him at Root24, R O U T E 24. And uh, when do you stream? Uh, I stream Tuesday, Thursday, 9 p.m. JST. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're like, that's we're it. like, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I usually play JRPGs or Japanese games or whatever, but you can come jump in my chat. We can talk yeah. about life in Japan or whatever you want. Yeah, we. I mean, we both we both stream pretty much single player games. We do the occasional multiplayer stuff like Phasmo, and I I get got hooked up on uh, Risk of Rain. I yeah, just finished playing yeah. the, that game. Was that game is hot, man? I'm telling you, mm-hmm. the Risk of Rain is crack. Uh, but then after that, I, I, you know, I just finished up the medium. So just, uh, games like that, you know, we've just been playing, having fun. So, mm. uh, this, but this show, like I said, there hasn't been a, a lot of news in the world of gaming. So we're going to hop on into our, our, our what we live uh, Japan life, J- Japan. You want to move here. You, you think it's right cool, now? huh? <laughs> Does it happen every every like every three or four episodes? Is this just like a are can are you okay? It's like one of these <laughs> you days okay? you can actually have like an actor like no have to call one one nine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. See, that's that is a fact right there, everyone. You thought it was nine one one? Nah, it's one one nine. One one nine. If you live you, in Japan, yeah. You know the best thing is that I'm only about three minutes walk or less from the hospital. So you think if you have like a heart attack, you could walk yourself over there or no? If if I if it wasn't like a severe one, yes, I could literally walk to the heart attack, walk to, to the, the, the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I could walk to the hospital and just be like, 
not like go in the door, scan my card, and just be and like, then I'm gone. And then just <laughs> I'm gone. And it's like, okay, please take me to the take me to the right spot now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Whoa. I don't know. So we've lived in Japan for a couple of years now. I think we're pushing on what eight? I think for both of us or what? I always feel like it's ten, but nine. We we're definitely at nine. Well, I moved here uh, after. Well, I mean, I was living here. We talked about the earthquake, our experiences living in, in or being in Japan during the March 11 earthquake. Yeah. Uh, which which the 10-year anniversary, by the way, was um, a couple days like ago. Like four so. days ago, yeah. 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 March uh, 11th. They mm-hmm. they had a documentary on TV. Well, you know, there's a, that movie, the the it's like Fukushima something. It's it's a it's yeah. a Hollywood movie. Not Hollywood, but. Like a Japanese. It's a Japanese movie, yeah. big budget movie, yeah. Kind of chronicling it. But yeah, yeah. We've been there since. We, we studied abroad, and then we moved back to work. Yeah, I mean, year. I was here for school, and then went, I went back home momentarily to to graduate, and then I, you know, after I got my degree, I just, you know, hopped on a plane back to Japan, and I've been here ever since, so, yeah. Well, same for you, though, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I, I went back, uh, graduated, uh, and then came straight back, pretty much. I think, like, that next... Uh, Crap, maybe, yeah, it was, like, next summer, the next summer, so I yeah. got here in, like, September 2012. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was really some. Oh my god, it's like the same story. So I went home to graduate. Uh, I got my degree in like, well, whenever I graduated uh, in 2012, and then I was looking for a job like immediately. Um, I was actually looking for a job just slightly before I even got my diploma. Um, mm-hmm. And then, um, like, I got a job, and I was on a plane. Uh, you know, not soon after that, I was. I got back to Japan in like August, and I had to. Uh, you know, basically lived out of a hotel for a couple of weeks because I had to find an apartment. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so I guess we could kind of like go from there. Like, if so, I mean, here's the thing. I know a lot of people, including people who have come to our streams, you know, are really fascinated by the fact that we live in Japan. And I mean, everyone has their their pre- preconceived notions of what living in Japan is, or just like from the outside, like, oh man, it must be cool, or it must be this. Like for us, we see it as just a normal spot like this is just our normal spot now it's i mean there's special aspects it's real life for us now it's kind of where we live and i understand the appeal don't get me wrong and i think part of the motivation for me to live in japan was you know you have an image of what it's like to live in this country um as a kid especially one who's who's heavily influenced by anime or games or whatever right yeah yeah um you know i think you you see like this romantic version of japan where it's just like this this, I guess, wonderland of all the things you love. Um, and then you're just like, oh, I'm going to move there one day. So, and some, a lot of people think that some of you, some people do it. And mm-hmm. I guess we, we, we did it. <laughs> yeah, we, we did. Uh, but I mean, was it like that for you? Because for me, it, it, for me, it all started with, I wanted to work in the games industry and I wanted to work yeah. with Japanese games because, you know, those are the type of games I really like. And I came back because I wanted to like, hone my Japanese. I never intended to live here per se, you know? Mm-hmm. And I never, be, be, I, maybe it's because I'm from Alabama. Sorry, everyone who's from Alabama, but I... Did you, you guys suck? <laughs> was that what you were going to say? No, no, I was going to say, like, I never had any notions of Japan. I didn't know anything about the country other than... Oh, yeah, okay. Like, so I, I had nothing. I came here and I was like, there's buildings and they're tall. I, it was the classic, like, country, country kid goes to a big city type of thing for me. I had no sure. clue what I was getting into. But I mean, right. for you, what, what, were you always wanting to live in Japan or thinking yeah, about it? I mean, I, I think as a kid, like, um, I, I mean, I, you know, I said just now, but like, I, I was really into anime and games as a, a young child. So mm-hmm. um, I, I thought that it would be, uh, I was like, oh, that's, wh- that's where I want to be. And, you know, like growing up, actually, my, my, my mom, um, was really involved with the homestay program at the local university, right? Okay, okay. So I actually had a lot of experience with like exchange students coming to to Canada. I had a couple stay at my house. So oh wow, okay, yeah. So I met a people. I met some some people from Japan. I met some people from Korea and 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 you know just just Asia basically. That's more than me. <laughs> yeah. So it gave me a really good jumping off point to be like, oh, I want to do that. I want to go to Asia. And my mom having. You know, being involved with the the homestay program was pretty mm-hmm. willing to to let me do that. Like right? do like one of those programs, or just like actually live in Asia or travel at least. Yeah. So it started with just doing that, going here for school, um, 
so part of the reason why I wanted to come here for school was, yeah, obviously I, I really liked anime and games. And the part, I was, the other part of it was that I also, like you, wanted to improve my Japanese. I was studying at university, but it was just heavily, like I was very displeased with the level of my Japanese. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was enough. I didn't feel like I could speak it. I didn't feel like I could use it, really. I just didn't feel like I would could, could converse, really. I yeah I because I, I mean like even for myself I would have to like pre and maybe uh, maybe it's not, I know a lot of people are like man you're like a, a genius with the language or something I mean when they're listening to us now they're like oh man you guys are fluent you're it's pretty crazy but like it's hard to imagine that I don't, I don't know if you had to do this but I had to like pre uh rehearse my conversations like if I needed to ask a question to like yeah. a bus mm-hmm. driver or something I would yep. literally yeah. like five minutes before. To start like rehearsing to out, like what you want to say right? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then yeah. go and up to like, him and is this the right verb you know am i saying this the right way or whatever yeah 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 no i i get that and i think i would still do that uh i, I probably will you know still do that for certain things obviously not like for everyday transactions like at a store i'm probably fine but when it comes right. to really weird stuff like let's say i'm gonna, let's say I'm gonna go to like a bank and I want to apply uh-huh. for a loan. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. the fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, oh yeah, uh, loan. And, and I mean, that's something you might have to to do, especially if you plan uh, on. Yeah, the longer we stay here, right? The longer the long, we stay here. Yeah, there's there's homes uh, or apartments that have that thirty five was it like thirty five year, twenty five year mortgage or whatever. Oh, and you're like, it's like forty years if you want to go for a full condo. Yeah. Yeah, and you're just like, how on earth do I navigate yep. these things? Yep. Uh, and I guess we we can kind of like just start from the from the beginning. I mean, so we we first had to get. I guess you have to, when if you move to Japan, you're gonna want a job. You're gonna want a job. Yeah. So I guess uh, just to start all this off, I mean, I would recommend if you want to move to Japan, definitely do come. Uh, make sure you get a work visa sponsored for you. It's not impossible to come to Japan on a tourist visa, then find a job. Um, and have your visa changed. That's not impossible. That no, being said, definitely not. I do not. I don't recommend it. I 100% don't <laughs> recommend, recommend it. I, it's it's really risky. You're gonna have a tough time finding a a, a company who's gonna be like, oh, I'll hire you, and and help you change it, your visa type. It's it's so it just, can it can it can happen. I mean, I know someone who did do that. Yeah, and, and yeah, honestly, I, it's, same same. You're gonna get one specific type of job, probably teaching English, and uh, the company but, might not have your best interest they in probably they probably don't they like literally someone was actually telling my friend like yeah uh because a tourist visa for u.s citizens is 60 three days months. or th- th- yeah three months it's 90s 90 90 right? yeah 90 yeah. 90 it's 90 days so you have three months to, to you could stay in a hostel you can do whatever you need to do uh yeah. capsule hotel and then uh work your way around trying to find a job but this this company was like yeah uh we won't pay you officially like it won't yeah, be on the it's under the table it's for under, a little bit. Yeah. Under the table for a little bit, and then we'll kind of like get your uh, your visa and stuff kind of settled. But I'm like, what? Like, no. Uh, I told mm. my friend, like, no, you don't want to do that. You want to get something legit. If you're gonna if you're gonna really do this, get something legit yeah. first. So it's not impossible. Uh, I just don't I don't really recommend it. So how about you? How did you get your first job lined up before you you know came here? Uh, so what I did was I actually was searching normally through a uh, university um and i i wasn't having any luck with jobs in the u.s so my japanese teacher i just asked him like do you, do you have any jobs do you know anything and my and i think you could you might be able to find this for a lot of other cities or uh in the u.s or around the world is uh my college hometown in tuscaloosa uh is the sister city of where i currently live so oh, really? I yeah, have no yeah. idea. I, yeah, yeah. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so if wow. you ever go to like the festival here, you know, you'll see like the the Tuscaloosa flag or something like that. That's funny. Wow, there's like cool. another place uh, mm. f- that's famous for uh, in in Germany. There's a there's a couple of different places that they have exchanges with, and that's how I ended up getting my job. They needed a teacher for the local uh, uh, junior high schools. It's a program mm-hmm. that they have, almost like Jet. Like, really, it's like Jet, sure. but mm-hmm. just a different thing. So that's how I got mine. Uh, what about what about you? Yeah, so I actually got my job. My first job was also teaching English, but I didn't do it through a school. I went through the Eikaiwa, the English Conversation School, right? Okay, okay. Um, infamous, just for, for paying poorly. <laughs> and, yeah, not a good job. I don't recommend it. Are you going to pay you during it's summer? Messed up. Here's the thing about Eikaiwa, English Conversation Schools, is that Turnover is extremely high. Turnover is very high. Very, very. Which means there's a pretty good chance they're going to You're going to get hired. You're going to get hired. Exactly. (laughs) Um, 
But the reason why turnover is so high is because uh, it's kind of a shit job and it doesn't pay very well. But if you really want to get in, you want to get sponsored uh, and have a job just to come here and get your feet on the ground, uh, it's viable. I, I, mm-hmm. I did it. I know a lot of people that did it. But I went to Gaijinpot, which is a pretty, like, I think, well-known website for mm-hmm. uh, finding jobs specifically not specifically but jobs for foreigners right right um this is just gaijinpot.com you just make an account and you can just start browsing uh job listings um mm-hmm. for foreigners so it's not all akaiwa it's it's also like uh shop staff restaurant staff uh engineers translators programmers just anyone who's looking for like foreign talent right 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 uh but if you're fresh out of uni and you don't really have like and like, let's just be honest here. Any marketable skills? <laughs> marketable skills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your your biggest skill was I did something I, for my I, I school was born club. In an English speaking <laughs> country. country. Yeah. If the only thing going for you is I was born in an English speaking country. Uh, yeah. English conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of companies out there. I don't want to like name them, but if you do any tiny research. bit of research on the internet, you'll you'll know what you'll they find are. them. You'll find them. Yeah. So I got hired by one of the the bigger uh, English conversation companies and mm-hmm. they sponsored my visa. So I graduated. Um, then I submitted my diploma they said, we'll hire you. And then I was like, cool. When can I start? And then they just gave me a date and I hopped on a plane and uh, came here. So that was basically how I got my visa, which is the, the one thing as a foreigner in Japan, the, your visas kind of your lifeblood. You need that. If you don't have a job, you don't have a visa. If you don't have a visa, you have to leave the country. Pretty much. I mean, like it's, it's, I, I guess, applicable to like a green card in the US. Um, yeah. And I mean, the thing was for me when I, before I came here, I had to do a lot of paperwork that I'd never done before. Obviously, like the visa, uh, you need to get your passport first in order to get a visa. And so I had to, f- you know, fill out my, my passport and get that yeah. done, uh, which was in Atlanta for me. It wasn't in my local city. Yeah. So tra- uh, I, had travel, I had to travel as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I got my passport. I think that took like a, a month or something, because typically what they'll do is they'll expedite your passport. Uh, at least in my case, they're like, hey, you want to do it expedited because w- they usually get the documents for you to kind of the the okay the go ahead to move to Japan it, it's like what one or two months before you really need to do any like you, you yeah, need to find a, a bit... plane ticket it's like a rush or something do you remember the thing called the certificate of eligibility yes I don't yeah, it's rem- like a weird it's like a weird ass like card that says like you can come to the country for work mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they mail that to you and then when you land at the airport you give them your passport and that paper and then there's like they're like here's your residence card and I was like whoa shit. You're like, this is uh, awesome, I guess. I yeah. mean, and, and I mean, because like, yeah, you'll get that and you'll you'll come over here. And and, and from then on, uh, it, it's pretty smooth. The next thing you'll need is what phone? Uh, Your, yeah. Is that phone or housing? I, I mean, because well, how did you thing. go about housing? Because for me, my the program I was in, gave if you, you do, house, yeah. yeah, gave me a house. Jet will also give you a house if you are going to yeah jet, and some you know. some akaiwas will give you like they'll pay for your housing but i would say like i this is just me being paranoid and mm-hmm. this is just me just not trusting you know certain companies but i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't no i wouldn't your, no. i wouldn't, no. I wouldn't <laughs> have your company also be in charge of your of your house just, just saying how, how much money did you have to have I mean, if you don't mind asking me like before you sure. came here because i know i had to have they said at least like two three thousand dollars or something that's a good question um i'll be honest with you i came to japan with two thousand cad which is not a lot of money (laughs) (laughs) i was like is that half a usd is that double um (laughs) how much is that usd that's probably like 1500 usd it's not a lot of money yeah okay okay i mean that that sounds about like uh, you know i guess what they would kind of want because they they need you because you you didn't have an apartment, correct? You had to find an correct. apartment first. I, that's okay. correct. I was living uh, I was living out of a hotel for about a week and a half, as I was rushing to find an apartment. Yeah. Was this in the city? Like. Yeah, I was living in a hotel in uh, in Shinjuku actually. And oh I wow, was... is that not expensive though? Well, <laughs> it was, like, expensive, I, 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 right? I say the word hotel. <laughs> I mean, but it was more of a. It's a hostel, but yeah. Oh, okay. You'll have to or be like, ashamed of the hostel. <laughs> like a jank, kind of a janky hotel. I was living out of a hotel, so it was basically me in a tiny room and a suitcase. That was it. 
I came to Japan mm-hmm. with a suitcase, and uh, I was living out of that for a couple, like a week and some, as I was going to uh, like a real estate agent and trying to find basically any place where I could move into. I, I couldn't really be picky because the longer I took, the longer I couldn't have a phone or anything. Because if you try to get a bank account, they're going to be like, where do you live? You don't have an address. You're not going to get a bank account. You try to get a phone, same deal. Like They're not going to give you a phone if you don't have an address. Or a bank account at that. Or a bank account. Yeah, that yeah. You need, so that was you a bit of both. a chicken and the egg situation. I got to say, I mean, I'll, I'll go into that in a bit here, but that was a bit of yeah. a chicken and the egg. Chicken and egg. So I did get an apartment. I finally got one, and uh, then I moved in. And, and then my next move after that was getting, um, well, I thought it was going to be, uh, what was it? Um, a bank account, actually, because I was like, oh, money is going to be important here, right? Mm-hmm. So I tried to get a bank account um, kind of where I like where I lived in the city where I lived. So I was going to one of the major banks. So this would have been like a, a like a um a Mitsubishi like MUFG. Okay. Okay. Um or no M yeah MUFG, MUFG. now. Yeah or like a, a um SMBC like a Mitsui Sumitomo. Anyways, one of the major banks, right? The one of the the, the big banks in Japan, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I, I went to the bank and they flat out refused to give me an account because I hadn't lived in Japan for more than six months. The heck? And I was like, okay, I have a job though. Like I have a visa. I have a job. I need a bank account to so get paid. You, to, get, to get paid. They always do d- direct deposit here in Japan. Yeah, I need a bank account to get paid. And like none of these major banks would, would take me. They wouldn't give me an account because they're like, oh, you haven't been here for six months. And I'm like, well, how the, how the, how, how am I supposed how, to get paid? How the <laughs> F am I going to get paid? Huh? Yeah. I'm like, this, like cash? Come on. But so I ended up um, trying to find a bank that was in quotations here, foreigner friendly. And I remember from my student uh, days that I had a, a bank account at Citibank. Oh, yeah. Actually. They don't close your bank accounts. Well, I actually closed mine when I oh, left. Oh, you actually closed your? Uh, yeah. I never closed mine. So mine was just yeah. always running. So I went back to Citibank, well, to a different branch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, what's up? Um, I want a bank account. And they were so gracious enough to give me a bank account. So that was awesome. Um, but here's the thing. So <laughs> here's the thing. When I went to get try to open a bank account, uh, they're like, we can't give you a bank account until you have like, if you don't have a phone number, we can't give you a, a bank account. And I was like, okay, let me just go get but a you phone, I guess. But you couldn't get the phone without the bank account. Yeah. So I went to like <laughs> Docomo to try to get a cell phone and I got, you know, halfway through getting a contract and they're like, we can't uh, give you a phone unless you have like a means of, payment we can't unless you don't have if you don't have a bank account we can't give you uh, we can't give you a contract and i was like okay well shit what do i do (laughs) (laughs) right right i mean like yeah because it's i mean this is this is something that a lot of foreigners actually do go through i mean a lot of yeah the 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 issues that we're talking about it's not just us it's not like an isolated case it is very much yeah this is just how it is maybe it's gotten better i I think it might i think it might have been at the time a combination of like my japanese not being well enough or good enough to like explain my situation anyways mm-hmm. what happened was i ended up signing up uh for my phone contract with my canadian credit card so i was paying for my phone con- contract oh, with my canadian okay. credit with my canadian credit card that was my mm-hmm. method of payment so i got a phone number went back to the bank um i just gotta gotta remember this all in the same goddamn day like i was just rushing between <laughs> two yeah so i went back to the bank and i'm like hey don't close i got a phone number please give me a bank account they gave mm-hmm. me a bank account then i was also then i was set so i had an apartment at that point i had bank and i had phone number and um that was that was it really was, so i mean there's was... also there's also like internet stuff but that wasn't so bad that, that that's not so so bad once you get those two yeah. major things done it is one thing and like i know for me i had a lot of stuff uh the first time I, you know when we were students here they gave us uh how would you say like campus mates or people to kind of help us out to do those things right and mm-hmm. and then you come back and you're like oh well crap what do i like i i guess i have to do this for myself you know mm-hmm. um and and for me i since i had kept my old bank account i didn't have to worry about that issue as much but right. i never applied for internet so i was always paranoid when it came to like applying for a phone or internet or anything like when they're reading over the contract you know you, you have to pay for these things every month mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. and like this was the first time in my life i literally was just like you know what i i'm sorry but i'm gonna ask again like can you repeat this 
Yeah. Uh, yeah can I read yeah. this like four right. different times? And I know that probably annoyed the person, but I was just like, I don't want to end up paying like $200 for a phone contract, you know, and, I, and I'm like every month. So that, that was one thing that I like I struggled with or I got real nervous with was, was kind of dealing with that because my Japanese was it was OK, but it wasn't enough to like, you know, navigate all the waters of, of doing a contract or different yeah, weird talks like that. I got it. I mean, um, did anyone ever run over your housing contract um, in no. Japanese? No, 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 no. So I got to <laughs> say, like, housing contracts, uh, I don't know. The f I'm like, I'm like 70%. It's like, it's, I'm like 70% sure I know what's happening in my housing contract, but like, I'm like, ah. It, it's, yeah. it's like, it, yeah, it's like they, they give you the, 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 the checklist at the very end, and they do this with everything, yeah. the phone company, all this. It's like, check this to see if you understand. And, and I'm like, are you supposed yeah. to read, read? Am I supposed to read yeah, all yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I for my for my my housing contract when I the first time I got it, I kind of understood what they were saying. The second time, you know, when you recontract, I was like, okay, I understand it now. Yeah. But you know, they're obligated to tell you if you're going to live in a place where someone has died before. And uh, so yeah, when I was murder, murder or murdered or something, like, something that. like that, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, then, and ask you like, do you want it purified or whatnot? And I'm like, and so like my place, I, I was like, okay, well, I need a place to live because this is after I finished teaching, and this this is the first time I actually had to find an apartment. This is my first experience, and I visited three or four apartments within the city because I needed a a place to live before my visa expired. And then I needed to get a new job before my visa mm -hmm. expired. So I had to do mm -hmm. all this in like a month and it was right. nerve wracking. But I found this place and they're like, well, the, the rent's going to be a little bit cheaper. And it's it's, you know, it's because somebody died here. And I was like, and and they're like, yeah, uh, you're not you don't care about that. I'm like, were they killed there? And it's like, no, it's some old lady with her cats and she died of old age. I was like, what would be a deal breaker for you? <laughs> like if someone were to be murdered would that be would you be like no i'm not no that's that's terrifying Ooh, or, uh, that that would be kind of i that would be weird i i would i would try to find a different place really me, like, like that I, would put you off like like oh what happened like, oh yeah beheaded you'd be like uh, I'll, I'll pass yeah 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 i'll pass like, like, that, like, that would actually be a deal breaker for that you would, like, that you would wouldn't... that would be a deal breaker i mean oh, okay. I, I don't think they'd be like hanging around haunting the place or anything but just yeah. the thought of knowing like Dang, just the someone, thought yeah someone I got beheaded up in this place <laughs> yeah so i'm not i'm not like really what's the word like superstitious word? yeah or superstitious or something or like, yeah 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 i'm not like the most superstitious person i'm like barely even i wouldn't say i'm religious at all really um so that stuff usually doesn't bother me but mm -hmm. just at the back of my head like let's say i'm like in the bathroom like taking a dump and i'm like man someone got chopped up in here <laughs> right 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 <laughs> yeah because I, 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 I just don't want <laughs> I just don't want that I mean, on the back of my mind. I yeah. mean, because like even when I moved in here the first time, I was just like at night, I'd be like, oh, OK, yeah, the old lady died somewhere in this yeah. like in one of these rooms. But yeah. there's a there's a, a place next to me and I didn't have curtains at first. I had to go buy curtains. Oh, and yeah. oh, my God. OK, yeah. <laughs> like so that's, that's the story, yeah. <laughs> but there yeah. was there's a uh, there's a place that's literally right next door to me that has a door on the side. So that door is always like. Like when I'm watching TV, I'm always looking through at that door. It's just there. And then like at night, it's like illuminated, like a, like that door from a PT or something. Like you walk past the front door and it's just, it's, it's there. And it's, it mm. was scary. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really? But I got, I got, uh, I got some, uh, I got curtains the next day. Yeah. The, so the ghosts can't like, <laughs> so the ghosts can't, get yeah, can't peep at you. <laughs> no, that's a, um, I mean, I guess that's another topic for another day, but I want to talk about more about just like actually living in Japan and yeah, life in yeah. Japan in general. Um, how, what would you say if, if someone asked you like, Hey man, like how, how, how do you renew a visa? What would you tell them? Uh, so when it comes to renewing your visa, it's always, up until now, maybe it changes in the future. You have to go to immigration in your local, well, in the designated ward. It depends yeah. on where you are. Now, no one told me this at first. I call immigration hell because the first time I ever went to immigration, the way. <laughs> immigration <laughs> is hell, though. It's, <laughs> it's shit. Yeah. The first time I ever went to immigration, yeah. this wasn't to renew my visa. It was to leave the country uh, back after the earthquake, right? Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. because what, what happened was. Um, Back how it used to be was your 
you needed to get a stamp on your oh i remember that your yeah. passport to leave the country you had to it wasn't even a stamp you had to get a stamp but you had to buy tickets that were sold at immigration for them to stamp your passport or something so you could leave the country and then they sold like two different versions like oh you can leave and come back once or you can leave and come back three times i'm like what the heck? I, got, I got my stamp at the airport though actually do i i went the day like three weeks or so from the earthquake i was at immigration from 10 a.m to like 9 p.m yeah it's some bullshit I mean, it, that, was, that was it, was, it was it was it was it was hell so so after yeah. that like uh my, my previous other my next jobs were like okay it's time to renew your visa and they tell you to go to shinagawa which is for mm. tokyo they didn't tell me because i live over in chiba that there is a chiba ver i could yeah, just go local yeah i could go, go local so anytime i go there you literally there's this complex line system of a b c d and then you have to get uh, stamps at the convenience store below oh, on the first floor yeah, for some reason yeah. you have mm -hmm. to buy the the postmark stamps and yep. then take them upstairs and then go make sure you're in the right line and then it's just, they just have the, the air condition off for some reason that's hot as shit it's, it's, it's humid time yeah there's kids always crying in mm -hmm. there every mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. <laughs> and you're there for like three three hours and that's what I do. You get on a bus, you go there, and you, you take a train, get on a bus, you go there, and that's, I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's straightforward, but it's annoying. So, yeah, I mean, going to immigration is like, you always have to wait. So I always try to go, I go in the afternoon because I'm not much of a morning person. So I try to go just after lunch. Mm -hmm. um, so the thing is, every time that I've renewed my visa is I've had most of my documentation prepared by the company that I work for at the time. Yeah, you just have to take it and just literally give right. it to them. So if you go, if you work at a, let's say, half decent company, you know, even most Aikaiwas will do this for you, where they'll fill in most of the paperwork for you. And you just mm -hmm. go to immigration, you provide a picture of yourself, which you can get at any like photo booth, like hanging around by the station. Right, right. Um, then you then you provide uh, usually um, some kind of tax documentation that you got to grab at your city hall. And your some other tax like withholding slip that your company should provide for you. I mean, they have to like legally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the 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 filled out uh, application forms from your company. Um, any half decent company will do this for you, and you'll just go to immigration. You you take a number, or you go up, and you're like, I want to renew my visa or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, here's my here's my paperwork. Here's my picture. Um, which actually you don't need at the time, I think, but. Uh, what do we do? I can't remember. Anyway, I think it's on is... your document. I think it's just like oh, it's on no, your no, document. no, 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 no. You, you, yeah, you're supposed to put it on the document. Yeah, yeah. But then so you give them another the picture. Yeah. So here's here's my paperwork. Yeah. Here's all the stuff. You just give them the thing. They give you a number. You sit down. You play. And you wait. You play like stuff on your phone, or you listen to music for God, however knows for like hours. Then they call you up. Then they <laughs> say like fill out this postcard with your address and we'll email like we'll send you this postcard in two weeks two three weeks or whatever and you get and, the postcard and that's it you go home and you just got to chill out for however long and once you get that postcard in the mail it says like your visa is ready mm -hmm. um you come back you bring that postcard mm -hmm. and you bring uh they're called revenue stamps the shinu inchi like it's just uh, a stamp. It's like a postal it's stamp. It's like a very expensive stamp. It's like a it's like a fifty dollar stamp or something. It's a fifty yeah, it's a fifty sixty dollar like stamp. A, it's like a fifty dollar stamp. It's a very that, expensive it. stamp. <laughs> that you get at like a, a post office actually. So you go to mm -hmm. a post office and uh, you're like, I want a fucking sorry, like a whatever, like I'm like four thousand yen. I think uh, you have to get two of them. I think it's two yeah. of them specifically. It's one that's because they don't sell it on the dot. It's like a four thousand and like a two thousand. I think it's six thousand. Yeah. It might be. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I have to pay. Well, they'll give you like a price list of what you're getting. So if you're getting mm -hmm. a visa renewal, it's this much money. If you're getting a permanent residence, it's like this much money. I think it's eight thousand for permanent residence. Jeez, um, they be making money off us. <laughs> yeah. So you go, you bring your postcard, and you got to bring that revenue stamp, and then you go back to immigration, and then they call your number. Mm -hmm. and, or you grab a number and then they call it and they're like, oh yeah, postcard stamp. Here's your here's your brand new residence card. I'll see you in like a year. Um, yeah, if you're lucky, three. Year if or you're three. lucky, if you're yeah. lucky, it's three. I, I don't know if they do a five year visa anymore or if they. No, I think they, they still do five years. They still do five years, but yeah. Um, I I guess the thing that's really annoying is like it's it's the the fact that you turn it in the first time and it takes it's it's like you were waiting for like maybe sometimes like an hour, hour and a half for them to basically to say, okay, your paperwork checks out here. Uh, 
wait for two weeks, come on back, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and then you I wait know, again, and then you I wait again. You gotta go twice, you gotta go twice, you gotta go twice, and it sucks both times. <laughs> and you it wait again for them times. just to hand you yeah. the card. It's like, you could have just mailed this to me, I mean, I... Just I, mail I, me I, the goddamn card, <laughs> what do you, yeah, I know. There's so, there's like moments in Japan where you're like, you know yeah. you have all my information, you could just mail this stuff to me, I, I mean... Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. No, so, I think... Uh, what is it? I think the reason why they make you come back is because they got to like invalidate your current card. They got to like punch it with punch a, a hole. Yeah. 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 I think you still keep it. Maybe, maybe you keep it out. Yeah, I, 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 I have a drawer of all my old cards. But and you're like, what do I want? I need to like shred these somehow. Like, yeah. What? Or I make like a necklace <laughs> of all my old, like, just old, old card. Yeah. the old the cards right there. Yeah. Um, but you yeah. Age year by year. <laughs> That's... Anyways, so that's renewing a visa. Um, if you work for an Aikaiwa or let's say like a not secure company, um, chances are you're only be getting you're only gonna be getting a one year visa. You gotta go every year. You gotta renew. You gotta go every through year. this hell. You gotta go through this hell every year. Every year, literally. It's. But like it's once hell. you work for like a more stable company, or they they see that you're like, oh, this guy's making money. Um, you know, they might give you a three year visa. Which, yeah. is, which is thankfully what I have now. I gotta renew it in 2022. Yeah, I gotta renew mine next year. Yeah, it's it's not it's not a bad and like I said, if you f- finally figure out about the local version uh, <laughs> for your prefecture, you don't have to go to the the one in uh, Tokyo, which is yeah, that's which is bullshit. That is it's just it's just a journey in and of itself, and it's yeah. it's Shinagawa was one of the busiest uh, business it's centers. It's like the busiest. Yeah, so we have friends yeah. in, who live in Tokyo, and they have to go to Shinagawa because that's their immigration office leave, leave that place alone if there's leave, one leave here's, hell out of here's, here's the number one reason to not live in tokyo it's so you don't have to go to shinagawa to renew your visa and, and, I, and I guess like that would be a kind of interesting thing to to kind of get into as well so living in like tokyo versus living outside like maybe in a suburb kind of community yeah. or uh because you used to live in tokyo i've lived around tokyo but i actually never lived in tokyo oh uh, no i lived in tokyo as a as a as a student but as i never student, lived yeah. i never lived in the wards i lived in a in a an actual city okay because you, know, you know tokyo is also a prefecture right 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 so i actually never ever lived in the wards i lived i lived in a, a city so i've always gone to just a, a, a local branch at all mm, times mm. yeah um yeah i mean i mean i guess when it comes to living, choosing a place to live, though, like, would you say living in a bigger city is kind of at like, what what are the benefits for living in a bigger city versus maybe in a more rural area? So here's my pro tip. If you ever want to live in, in Tokyo, if you're like, oh, I love Tokyo. I want to go to like Ikebukuro, Harajuku, Akihabara. I want to hang out in Shibuya, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. If, if you are If you are convinced that you want to live in Tokyo, I'm going to say... Don't live in the wards. Go ahead. <laughs> no, like if you really want to like go and hang out in Shibuya, that's fine. Like Shibuya is a cool place to hang out. You know, I used to do it all the time. But mm-hmm. you can absolutely have like a really good life uh, in in the Tokyo area, living in the Tokyo area. You don't need to live <laughs> living in Tokyo. outside of, yeah. like inside outside of Tokyo. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to go yeah. to the those like hot spots. Yeah, like live in the metro area, but don't live in any of the wards so like uh this would be the outs not the outskirts but this would be like just surrounding area so this would be like uh chiba saitama kanagawa mm-hmm, mm-hmm. any of those areas like right by the border it's like a 40 minute 45 train minute um 45 train minute what the fuck sorry 45, 45 minute, minute ride 45 train minute <laughs> train ride there we go into you know, into Shibuya or into Shinjuku. So you can still hang out with your friends in those major areas, but you don't live in the city. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to have a little more breathing room. You're going to have less people to deal with. You're going to have cheaper rent. Yeah. You know what I mean? More space. More space. And it's not like it's inconvenient. It's like, oh, wow, I have to, like, there's, there's no people here. That's not true. Like, I actually live, like, uh, I wouldn't say, like, totally bustling city, but it's not like I'm having issues you know yeah yeah i mean i mean because like there's a, a local station near pretty much a lot like wherever you are there's always going to be a station yeah i guess i guess the main thing would be like if you really want to be around those city areas you can just be like hey check your check the nearest station to you and check the transfers you need to do and the time it takes to get to tokyo or 
whatever areas you want to do. Because like some some places you might have to take a little bit of a convoluted route to get there. But if you you know if you live in a fairly de decent area um, and you check the train rides, you might just have to change can, one or two times. Yeah, That's it. Exactly. You're, you're there. Um, yeah. So for me, it's only like 40 minutes to get to Akihabara. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't live in Tokyo, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if I was like, oh, let's go to Akihabara, it's not a big deal. Yeah. No, no, no one's living in. Well, there are people who live in Akihabara, but like the people you're yeah. meeting probably aren't going to be living there either. They're probably going to be on a train or yeah, they're probably going to be commuting to get there as well. So I think yeah. a lot of like that that can be undercut is like the trains here in Japan are are really good and they they really do factor into pretty much your daily uh transportation unless unless you have a license and you like to drive that's a whole different story yeah so i'm going to say like if you want to do move to Japan i would say number one make sure you have a job lined up before you come here i don't recommend like just hopping on a plane and being like i'm going to move to Japan i'm going to get a job like that's you're really you're risking it man like you're super risking it Right, right. Like, make sure you get lined up uh, with a job first, and when you hit, when you get, when you get off the airplane, like, make sure you have a game plan as to like where you're going to be living. Have a general idea as to where you want to live, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and try to like ahead of time research like, uh, I guess real estate agents that will speak English, or if you're, you know, you can know Japanese before you land here. That's absolutely, you know, a possibility. Mm -hmm. But make sure you're going to be able to communicate your needs uh, as to where you want to live. And then from there, you can get a bank account and a cell phone. And then then you should be good for the most part. Inter if, getting internet and that kind of thing is can be like might be tricky, especially if you don't know language at all. Uh, but, but I mean, I think the, the thing about that is, uh, and you said it before, like you can know Japanese or not know Japanese before you come. I, I would kind of recommend learning some Japanese or trying to uh, get go, you know give it a go at the language but if you don't uh, the, the cool thing is that you know wherever you work hopefully you meet some people who can help you you know that's that's what I think has happened for some of my friends as well you know mm -hmm. they they've met other either Japanese people or foreigners who can also help them so it's like oh like I don't I mean, even for me, like, I didn't know where, like, a recycle shop was. And, and my, you know, oh, right. someone in my community was like, hey, you know, I, you can actually just go there. And they gave me a lift there. And I was like, oh, thanks. You know, like, that's cool. Um, mm -hmm. And that's how I got my, like, some of my furniture. Uh, so, like, you know, make friends. I think that's really important is to kind of make friends and make uh, a support structure. Once you've settled into your, your kind of work environment, don't force yourself to do it. But I'm just saying it'll help you in the long run. Yeah. And then I guess, like, yeah, I agree. And then, like, it really helps you if you just feel comfortable and not, not feel so alone. I, I know mm -hmm. a lot of people, um, like, well, did you ever get, like, homesick when you first moved here? Like, when you were, like, let's say the first couple of weeks, maybe the first month, when you were, like, living by yourself, basically, in a foreign country, did you ever feel, like, really lonely, like, waking up, like, without your family around or? No, no, I, I never felt lonely in that sense of like homesick. Um, like I, I really enjoyed my work and like I had a lot of friends and it was it was like, OK, I, I never felt alone. But uh, because I'm, I, I typically was like the, the person in my group of friends to like reach out to everyone. Right. But there was a time where uh, I, you know, because when you teach English, mm -hmm. if you're teaching in the schools, you're typically rotating schools. Uh, and I, I rotated to a different school. So I changed schools, basically. And and if you want to imagine this, this is like being the new kid in a school again. You know, uh, you right. just settled into one school and it's like three months, two, two and a half months later. It's like, all right, you got to go to another one. You're like, oh, well, I just got used to all this, the teaching staff there. And like that was kind of like my friend circle. And I didn't understand. And this is kind of a culture shock thing is um, I, I moved to the other school and you know, I was still trying to be like, oh, can I still hang out with you guys? But that kind of circle in that school, the other school had kind of closed off. Right. It's not like they didn't like me or anything. They just that was their place. And now I was in another place. And it, you know, I felt like in America, I could at least still be friends. You know, we would still go out or something. But in Japan, sometimes there is like a wall that will come up and it, it doesn't mean no one likes you or anything like that. It's not that it's just work busyness all these sorts of things and i didn't understand that and that's when i actually felt lonely that's when i felt like like a hole and i was like what the heck and um and i got like really homesick in terms of like my old friends 
who I was keeping mm-hmm. in touch with. But like, if they didn't message me or something, I'd be like, well, why aren't they messaging me? Like, what's happening? And there is a, a kind of thing that uh, if if you, I, I don't know, maybe don't watch out for it. You can like, I I found myself kind of like being upset. Like, I, it was hard for me to make new friends, and I typically can make friends. But for some reason in Japan, I was like, why the heck can I make new? Like, what, what's happening? Why, why don't people right. want to, like, stick with you? So I, that, that was my thing. I, it wasn't, like, a, a culture, a homesick thing. But that was, like, my culture shock. If anyone asked, like, did you ever feel culture shock from just moving? I was like, no. The environment was fine. It was just getting used to different people was really hard for me. Yeah, I think that's a little bit of a, of a I don't know if that's culture shock per se, but that's probably just, like, a growing period. Um, I don't know. Uh, and just like maybe like you might have I don't know if it's is that culture shock like would you have maybe gone through the same thing if you just moved to like another part of America that's what I yeah that's and that's that's the weird that's the thing like I'll never know unless you know I go back to America and then just and then move to and and then move to a new yeah yeah yeah. um because sometimes it you know I think it is like part of growing up and then you know we've kind of talked about it both me and you we've been here for our adult lives pretty much so we can't I, I, I basically <laughs> became a, an adult in Japan, which is wild to think about, really. Yeah, I mean, it, a lot of those experiences that would be really relatable are kind of interesting for us because we, 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 we relate to them, but we don't know if it's like the norm. Like, that's mm-hmm. how it was supposed to be. So, like, even for me, like, when I was explaining that, it's like, is that normal? Because you hear your parents would be like, yeah, you know, you, you know, your friendships with your normal friends, like, sometimes they don't last, and that's just a thing. And I was like, but we always talk. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I mean, what about you though? Did you have any? Um... I don't think I was like really homesick per se, but I have, I had like these weird time, like for, especially for the first like two, three weeks in my first apartment where I basically had no furniture. You know, it was like a box essentially. It was such a small apartment. Yeah. Um, I would just wake up in the middle of the night and I would be like, like, why why am i here like i know i put myself here but i'm like i have i have nothing here i'm like um i wasn't like lonely per se it was a weird feeling i guess it was kind of just like um a little bit of an uneasy feeling because it's it's pretty um it's like a brand new like environment Mm -hmm. and i don't have the friends i have to to talk to i don't have my my family i really have um not that many people that i can reach out to right 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 yeah, I mean, like, obviously, like, you know, we can message someone on Facebook or wherever, uh, you know, and Discord, I guess, now. Sorry, that's a very, it's a very 2011 thing to say. <laughs> it's like in Discord now. <laughs> yeah, we'd be like Discord basically now. But I obviously, you know, you could reach out to your friends back home um, with the internet, but uh, it's not like, you know, it's not quite the same as being like, oh, hey, dude, like, let's let's grab some drinks or something, right? You know what I mean? Like, it, let's... It, it's not. It's yeah. not. Um grabbing drinks here and it's kind of weird because like you feel like maybe at least for me i felt like maybe my japanese counterparts were doing that like hey let's go get let's go grab drinks and like they go grab drinks but for me i was like can we go grab drinks but then it'll be like oh well let's make a plan to go grab drinks and it i was i felt like my life revolved around making those plans to grab not grab drinks but just to like hang out with other people so um and, and i think that is that that is a thing. And I don't know if that's a thing in the U S or not. Just, I know as you get older, you definitely have to, um, especially with work. Uh, and that's just something like I've grown to accept, but yeah, you don't have yeah. that same. I, I think it's just structure. Like, it, it's not a, it's not a thing that you can really prepare yourself for. Like if you're like, I honestly think it takes a lot of balls to just be like, Oh, I'm moving to another country. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, you gotta like, I don't know. You got to really prepare for it. You got to be like, okay, I'm leaving this country that I know um, for my whole life. Uh, I'm saying goodbye to my parents, my friends, and everyone that I've ever known here. I'm going to a country where I don't know that many people. And maybe Just, Japanese isn't, isn't your first language. Maybe it's not even your second language. Like maybe you're not fluent in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's like literally no family. <laughs> like literally, it is, I mean, it's, anything it's happens to you. Yeah. Anything happens to you. There is no... I mean, I mean, it's something like you can kind of like when you said you kind of like wake up in the middle of the night and think like, what, what, what am I, what am I doing here? Yeah, like you, I did this to myself basically. Like I, I, you know, it's a bit of a jump, and it's just like, okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this like leap of faith, and I'm going to move to this country and have a job, 
basically, you know, try to just see where this path in life takes me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't know, like, how well you can prepare yourself for, like, those moments where you just, like, wake up and you're just like, like, why? Why? Why am I here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what did no, I, you know I, what I mean? I don't think you can. I mean, like, one of the things that I, I uh, when people have asked me, like, hey, I want to move to Japan, I always tell them, like, make sure you have a goal. No matter what it is, like have a goal, something you want to do and kind of keep working towards that goal. So no matter what, um, maybe you do get lonely, maybe you do get homesick or something. You have something to remind you like, this is why I'm here. This is what I'm working towards. And then understand that that goal is maybe it's not the end goal. It's where you want to go at that moment, but just be accepting to it potentially changing. You know what I mean? So you yeah, don't get yeah. really bent out like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I, it's not going the way I want to. Life is horrible. It's like, no, no, you're on a path and it's going to it's gonna wind and curve. And you just got to understand that hopefully maybe it ends up where you want to go, but uh, be flexible and know that. And I think this is really important that if you want, if you need to go back home, if you honestly, if you need to go back, go back. Don't yeah, I know force yourself lo- to stay. A lot of people that I met here have, have gone home since. Mm-hmm. Um, they were here for like two, four years and they're like, okay, I had my fun in Japan. I had my life experience, but this isn't where I want to be. Uh, I want to go back home. Like that just makes sense to me. Home is home. Yeah. And that's fine. Obviously I respect that. I think honestly myself, I had, um, I, I would say for me, uh, I was also thinking about going home at the four year mark. So I moved here for work in 2012. Mm. Right. 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 Um, so like 2016 and uh, I guess also 2018, honestly, like uh, that was when I'm like, for me, like my visa then was expiring. It was like that first. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, hey, let's not let's not bother to renew my visa. It's going to expire. My housing contract is actually coming up at the same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so this is it. I'm just going to go home. And I didn't like at the time I was working my previous job and I'm like, this job is fine, but it's not really fun. Like, I just don't see myself working here for more than another couple years you uh-huh. know what i mean so i was about to be like okay well this is it i'm gonna make a, a decision i'm gonna go home like i i've lived here long enough um but then i thought about moving home like not even moving apartments which already pain in the ass because i did that last year <laughs> yes. but like moving <laughs> home i like looked at my <laughs> closet behind me i looked at all the shit that i had in my apartment and i'm like oh no like Oh God, no! <laughs> no. I like don't I, know. I, yeah. I already know if 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 I ever do decide, like if I do decide that I I it's like when I first moved into this apartment because I wasn't sure like how long I'd be staying. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna buy a bunch of stuff. I, I I'm not gonna like f- make it feel like a home kind of thing. I'm just yeah. gonna keep it like kind of spacious or whatever. And then and then at one point I was like, you know what? If I ever do have to go, like everything in this place is gone. Nuke it. I don't care. I don't I don't need it uh give it away whatever mm-hmm. that's the easiest thing i don't want to have to take anything back or mail it i know friends who've mailed their stuff back and it, you know it, it gets there fine there's nothing wrong it's like a couple months um but it is a, it is a hassle with those boxes and oh my god yeah and shipping I was looking, fees. looking at all the shit i had in my i'm like oh my god i want to take that home i was like what about my table my couch my bed my fridge I was like, you don't oh, want like, to take your fridge home, right? You're like, just a new you one. gotta like sell it, right? You gotta sell it. You're like, well, I was like, I have to go, okay, like recycle shop. I have someone has to pick it up or something like that, right? What, what people don't know is taking out the trash in Japan is dumb. Yeah, it's, especially big ass furniture. Anything longer than what fifty centimeters, I think it is. Like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You have to call the uh, the, the local city. the city, and the city yeah. has to come and pick it up on the last Saturday of the month. Or it depends, like, uh, if someone's, like, the third Thursday or something. I remember in my last uh, apartment back where I used to live, I was like, oh, I'm going to throw this chair away. I've, you know, I'm like, all right, let's just get this done. And it's like, oh, it's the second Tuesday, which I missed. So right? I'm like, okay, and so you have to well, hold on to it for the next second <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, fuck. It's yeah, like, it, no. It, and, like, they don't want you to take trash out the night before. Uh, yeah. Typically, it's like you, you take trash out the day before the, the, the morning of the morning hey, of right, because of the be crows do, do you, you night before or the morning of <laughs> uh it, it depends I, I go back and forth now i think for the past year i've taken it out the night before if i could oh, like my, yeah me too it's like i don't give a shit like i'm taking do, the trash out when i want to because because they don't want so for like uh for i guess i was gonna say like 
burnables, just things yeah. with like food and stuff. Like there, there are a lot of crows here in Japan, and they will oh, come like and like pick, and they'll come yeah. and like pick the mess out of it. But I'm like, yeah. okay, this this obviously has a metal lid. There's no crows getting in here. I'm like, because yeah. if you miss it, it means you're stuck with raw meat or something like for the next day or two. Like you you have to keep holding on to it. It's like what? what no, no. Yeah. I like. Uh, oh my god! I'm like, I don't give a shit. And I'm not the only one. I've taken my garbage out like pretty early in the week and I go to the, the garbage dump area of my apartment. And people have already done it. I'm not the first I'm not the first bag. I'm not the first bag. And I so like, I don't care. It's like, yeah, yeah. I'm not the first one. I, I did have a, a person I used to work with uh who was who was a foreigner and unfortunately like they had I think it was either noise complaints or I know it was it was trash. It was trash. And uh the landlord just assumed it was them. They the were foreigner, taking, I know yeah, they yeah. were taking it like perfectly on time. And the landlord yeah. kept, so what they'll do is they won't knock on your door and talk to you. They'll leave like, like a notes. passive aggressive note. They'll leave a note that you think yeah. might either be on everyone's door or it might just be on your door. You never know. Yeah. Um, but they'll just leave the note and it'll be like, we've gotten some reports of, uh, Yo, people. I got that too. I got that too. <laughs> yeah. When I moved into my last apartment, um, we got the same thing where it's like, make sure you're taking out your garbage property. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I am, though. And, and you'll be like, I think I'm pretty sure I am. I know I got one for like the toilet because like it was like there. Were, I guess it was like clogging up whatever the sewage or something. And they yeah. were like, oh, yeah, if you're not using like double, if you're using anything other than single ply or whatever, like, please change. Well, you can't use double ply? No I way. can't use, no, I can't use double ply in my place. Apparently the pressure's me? too low or something. Are I was, you so, kidding me, So dude? I, I was like, uh, I think I might be using double ply. I don't know if this is marketed at me, but hey, I guess I'll switch over to single. Oh I have to God. use single ply. Or Yo, use double dude. ply, like, really, like, like, you use, like, two little things. Just, 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 Oh my god! You should just use the like the ass wipes, like the the baby like wet. The nap. baby, the wet yeah, wipes. Yeah, use those. Gosh. I have, by the way. Uh, what you have? No, yeah, because like last year when the when toilet paper was impossible to get. Oh, that's a good was point. Impossible to get. It was you know literally what, impossible. You know, what, you know what wasn't selling out? Baby wet wipes. wipes. Wet those wipes. weren't selling out. So I bought. <laughs> I bought Wait, those, a bunch of those. Those yeah. can still clog your toilet, though, man. You got to make sure that this. <laughs> That's true, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that—that's like a fun little quirk about living in Japan. All those like little weird things that the, the NHK person. You oh the God, first yeah. the first day you move into your apartment, guaranteed the next morning you wake up, someone's NHK, gonna knock on yeah. your door. The national I don't even know what NHK stands for. It's like PBS, but they want money from you. Basically, yeah. Like a subscription service money, not like please donate. This this oh, is funded yeah, no, from users like, like demand, you, and they're so aggressive about it. So. Basically, like the it's not even law. Is it law? No, it's not law. No, it's not law. It used to but be like pseudo law. Yeah, if you have anything that can receive a TV signal, you should be paying for NHK. Even if you don't watch that TV even signal. Even if you don't watch it. <laughs> even if it's and not these, plugged up. <laughs> yeah, and these dudes are so aggressive. They'll come to your door and they're like, "Oh, you have a TV? Can I come inside?" I'm like, "No, I can't inside. No." And you're like, "Oh, you should be. You have to pay for NHK. Like, you have to pay for NHK." And I'm like, "Really? Really now?" And they honestly like won't like. Oh, they're so aggressive, man. They'll keep coming back. They'll they'll, yeah. they'll come back every other month or whatever. They'll come back and you'll just be like, I'm not here. I I, I unfortunately got uh swin. I, I guess I got swindled. Got I don't swindled. Know. It, yeah. It was it was my first time coming back to Japan, and literally it was the morning after. Morning after I get to this city, I wake up in the morning and there's a knock on the door. It's this old lady. She she's like, uh, oh, do do you want to pay for NH? Like she was talking about NHK, and I, and at this point I'm like. Okay, let me talk to her. I'm sorry. I don't I don't have any like I don't I don't have any money. I don't have a way to pay for this. Uh, I don't speak Japanese that well. And yep. she's like, "Don't worry. I have a list in English of what we I, I can talk about." I'm like, "I have no money." And she's like, "Do you have a uh, uh I was like a, bank a card credit card?" Yeah. She asked for a credit card. And I was like, "I don't have a credit card. I mean, I have this bank card from like 4 years like 2 years ago. Uh heck, I don't know what this is." And she's like, "Oh, that'll work." I'm like, "Huh?" And she takes it. She's like, "Swipe." Ah yes, thank you. I was like, I'm, no. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. I think that might, I think that might be illegal. That might be illegal. I, I might have said like, oh, uh, I mean, I guess you could try this. I don't think it works or anything because I don't understand that cash cards here. What you use to withdraw money is the same concept of a. It, it's not a debit card. It's not a credit credit card, but it is essentially like, access like linked to your bank. Yeah, it's linked to your bank, and it's, it's yeah, yeah. 
And that was cultural disconnect right there. We don't have that crap in America. What that's do you? So, why so why are you carrying a card around for your account? That's <laughs> like, so funny. No, I, I mean a couple run-ins with the uh, with the NHK as well. I remember in Lemay, one of my apartments, I had to go home to like take a dump like really bad because I actually lived like really that's, close. That's how you I, met the NHK. <laughs> I lived really close to where I used to work, and I had to like so I would just go home to use a bathroom because like, I could basically. I go home, take a dump, like, so bad. And as I was coming home, the NHK guy was, like, leaving, right? Because mm-hmm. I wasn't home. And he had to knock on my door. And then I, like, went in. I, he, like, passed me. And then I, like, went inside. And I closed the door. And I, I, I heard him. I, he came back. <laughs> and he rang the doorbell. And I had to, like, answer the intercom. And he's like, are you home? And I'm like, I'm really busy right now. No. <laughs> it's like, no. He's like, no. are you sure? I'm like, no. <laughs> I just hung up. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. It is. It is. It yeah. is honestly kind of crazy, uh, and I guess we're we're coming up to like the the hour the, the hour, hour mark, the yeah. hour I mark. I don't want to leave. I don't want to <laughs> close. I don't want to close the podcast on a story on NHK. Like a dump really bad, but yeah. Oh, no. or that too. Yeah. Uh, I guess like if you have any final, because I think like we can come back to this anytime, because uh, we, we we have tons of stories. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. I haven't even talked about my 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 shady shady job. Oh yeah, no. I even mean, talked I'm, about my black job. I was I'm, I'm <laughs> lucky enough to have lived or not lived, but like worked in most places that were like kind of legit. I mean, the worst for me was the Akaiwa, but all things considered, uh, I got treated decently well. Um, I got paid not well, but I got paid. <laughs> I, always, I, on, always on time. <laughs> always on time. I yeah, I, yeah I, got, I got paid really well. My company was it was a it was a, it was an experience. Uh, that that ended with apparently the, the the president money laundering or taking money from embezzling from the company. <laughs> this oh, is how man. that that company was insane. It was a manga. It was legit a comic. That's crazy. Um, yeah. But I guess if we want to wrap, what do you what do you want to wrap up on? What do you what do you want to go out on? Like a, a message of some sort or yeah. No, like I that? definitely think like if you do want to move to Japan, like if you wake up one day and you're just like, or not maybe one day, but if you do decide that like this is something that you might want to do. Um, even for a little bit, even for four years or six years or something, just a moment of time in your life where you think it might be okay to move to Japan, mm-hmm. uh, you 100% can do it. I mean, mm-hmm. you're looking at people who who did do it. Just like make sure to be prepared for several moments of discomfort and just feeling generally uneasy, right? And and anxious about stuff, right? That'll that'll happen. That's natural. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you are decently prepared and you do have a, a means into the country as in you have a job lined up before you go mm-hmm. um you can definitely do it and there's enough foreigners who live in japan that will be willing to help you uh just a a, a network basically of, of foreigners who are here who would be willing to give you a little bit of advice so if you want to do it it's not impossible you can definitely do it just make sure you're ready for it I agree. I agree, uh, and definitely with the 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 the, the, the network of foreigners, it's it's kind of weird, uh, or maybe it's not weird. I mean, it's a week, like an expat community, but uh, essentially, like maybe some of the holidays you celebrate in your your country, you can definitely find people who celebrate them here. You know, I still have Thanksgiving. I still um, am able to kind of like celebrate a, a kind of a New Year's Japanese style and you know U.S. style, uh, and and. You know, like he was saying, you know, we're here to to help people. You just have to reach out and and look for those networks, and and you'll find that people that you bond with in a foreign country become somewhat like family. Like they're friends, but they're also they can also be as close as as like a family to you. Uh, so you know, keep your mind open and uh, definitely prepare as you know as much as you can. Uh, but just know that you're gonna you're gonna run into some some hardships. You're gonna run into some some random things. Yeah. Uh, and just remember, yeah. you know, people are people. That that right. helped that helped me probably more than anything. Like, I, you know, Japanese people are gonna do things their way, but at the end of the day, they still hurt the same way I hurt. You know, they still have emotions. They're not actually robots. Well, un- unless you're talking to <laughs> robot. Yeah. Unless you're unless you're talking to the store clerk, then it might. Oh yeah, was that the pepper? Yeah. <laughs> The, the actual, yeah, actual Peppercoon. Peppercoon. Yeah, an, an actual robot. <laughs> anyways, I think that's, that's, I mean, that's a decent, um, I just, just thoughts on, on moving to Japan and, and that kind of thing and our anecdotes of getting set up here. But yeah. For sure, um, for sure. Maybe next week we'll talk about video games. I don't know. We'll see. 
And we'll see how the climate for video games is. Uh, and until then, be sure to follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at UGP underscore cast. You can also follow myself on Twitch at Ninja Tricks and then follow my co-host Alex at Root24 on the old Twitch. I was going to say the Twitch tube. That just sounds weird. Um, <laughs> no, just Twitch, please. Yeah. Just Twitch. Yeah. Uh, be, be sure to uh, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel, too. Uh, we do make little clips and highlights for, for each of the episodes. So. Uh, we hope you'll listen and uh, watch those. But real quick, be sure to uh, anchor dot anchor dot com backslash. Sh- no, no, no. Anchor dot no. no. FM. Anchor. <laughs> FM. Oh, no. Slash, not backslash. Man, you, it got everything wrong. Everything that you could have messed up, you did mess up. I'm the failure chicken. <laughs> yeah. So what are you trying to say? Our actual uh, podcast? Yeah. Yes, yes. Anchor dot FM slash UGP cast. There you go. And click on the, there's a, a message, there's a there's a button to leave a voicemail. Seriously, we want to hear from you. If you have any questions about what it's like to live in Japan or like anything that we didn't cover, we'd be glad to like throw it up on the episode. I, I mean, talk about it on the episode. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you having a stroke? Should we call 119? I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> 119. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so anyways, we'll see you for episode number 77. Yeah, shit. Okay. Is it 77? It is 77. Next week it is, yeah. Next week is 77. Episode number 77 of the Unknown Games Podcast. Remember, you set the tone, go play some games, and have some fun! Alright, peace. (laughs) Let's go! Jesus Jesus Christ, alright, peace. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.